Good morning, everybody. Day two. Pardon? That's all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it got very thick yesterday. It's like, boom. Yeah. It really felt like that, yeah. Anyone have trouble sleeping last night? Uh-huh. One, two. I heard you were snoring. Are you sure you had trouble sleeping? Once I fell asleep, I think I fell asleep. Yeah. 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 Trouble sleeping. Han, did you sleep? Because you didn't sleep much the night before. Uh, I woke up. I don't know. I, I didn't bother to look at the sun. Yeah. Take a couple of hours before I go back. Before. Yeah. 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 Turbulence, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it goes like that. The soup. Just settle on the inside. There is a knowing that what you are is not the body. See if there's some kind of knowing somewhere, like a resonance or not an intellectual. Oh, yeah, not my body. Not interested in a conceptual knowing. your energy, drop that too, deeper than energy or finer than energy or less manifested. So see if you can go back to the potential arises from what you are, the potential for all of it arises from what you are. Can there be a resonance with pure potentiality?
behind all of it.
think that's why we're here anyway. space for things to happen in any which way they want to happen. Nature to move towards something better. 
the nature of this movie. <laughs> a moving appearance. Isn't real at all. 
but actually there's no place for it, just totally. No idea can exist, not to mind the manifestation of an idea. Welcome the change that that can bring. And just be curious about, hmm, what can happen next if I let go? There's no need for fear. It's just a particle unraveling itself. Why would it feel fear? Where's it going to? Where's it going to? It's not going to fall off the earth, you know? Where's it going to go? You only go, go back to whatever it came out. It's just one big unit of recycled energy anyway. In all the magnificent imaginings of your life, your experiences, your understanding, all of it.
Let's see what arises, huh? accept the child's dying, but at the same time there's something in you that still hopes that the child won't die, you know. Um, there's an acceptance, but there's still some kind of paradoxical hope in it. Does that make sense? There can be, if desire is running, there can be, but there doesn't have to be. I mean, can desire run at the same time as acceptance? Total acceptance, no. Full acceptance, no. It's the antithesis of desire. I, I can see that on the one hand that it, you know that there's a total acceptance, but but there's some. I mean, there's a dualism there. There's a paradox in that because you know, there's still an openness in a sense to the other outcome, or it's, there's still a. I guess if it's desire. I mean, there's a, isn't there a, like a life desiring that isn't a personal. A life desire. Yeah, yeah, that isn't really personal. It's it's, it's sort of like, like I mean, to me, Catholicism, even though I'm not really practicing, has been a huge doorway to some of this. There's almost nothing I've ever heard from any master that's not in the scriptures somewhere, you know. Mm. And uh, I think about like even Jesus in the garden was kind of going, "Take this cup from me," mm -hmm. but still, totally, you know, not my will yours, you know, totally accepting. You know? Mm, yeah, but there was just something to burn out at that point, wasn't there? Well, that's, that's I guess, my question. Mm -hmm. If that was something to be burned out, or if that's sort of both sides of the dualism existing. Or... Well, could be either, either, but <clears throat> from the point of view of, of what you're talking about in your scenario, <clears throat> when there is total acceptance of something, it actually doesn't matter if the child recovers. If there's total acceptance, it absolutely has no resonance. Whereas if there is a hope, then a, a human quality can run the hope. But if there's any attachment to it at all, and I go so far as saying even if it's recognized as a hope, there's already an energy investing in it because it's been labeled. If there's space for it. Mm, and that labeling part, I, I, because, because I sort of feel like no attachment. Yeah. I kind of feel like that's there. All right. But, but, but there's something, uh, what you said about labeling, uh, say that again. Yeah. <clears throat> so if there is, so, so the case of a child being terminally ill, okay? 
because that's a, a rough one. So, so there can be a human hope, of course, of that. Now, if there is complete and total acceptance, the hope doesn't have to run. You, run, you wouldn't know if it's running because the labelling of the hope isn't activated. So the only way that the dualistic, the paradoxical nature will always be there is when the flip side of acceptance, the desire for the healing of the child, it's actually not recognised at all. So you actually don't know if there's hope there. But if you know there's hope there, then there's a space being left and the desire is still open. And so there isn't total acceptance. Can it be like a thought then? There actually would be no rec- Energetically it can be there, but there would be no recognition from mind at all. None. There'd be a denial of it, if anything. Mind wouldn't recognize it. But energetically it can be there. So if that's there, you know, if it's labeled? Yeah. And that's what is at the moment? I mean, is that... Do you have, do, if there's no free will, I mean, you've heard you say, you know, you kind of said that before, this, this time too, I've heard you say it before, if there's no free will, and that's there, do you, is it, that's the authenticity side, I mean, and do you meet what's there, or do you try to uproot it, you know? So if there's no free will, do you do this or do that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's an old, I've heard you answer this question in another way before. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you think you have free will, then choose wisely. <laughs> you know, when free will, when it looks like, no, 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 I don't get the free will thing, or in some cases you see it, and some cases you don't. Whenever you think you have free will, well, then be very clear about what you decide. You know, because otherwise what mind will do is it'll say, oh, there's no free will here in order to hang on to an ego. That's, that's what it will do. Yeah, yeah. Pick a concept, you know. Virtual bypass. That happens, okay? And I'm wondering in your situation if, if mind is just finding different ways just to hang on a little, to a little potential grain of hope. I'm wondering if that's there. Oh, I, I think that's there. I mean, yeah. that definitely is there at times. Yeah. And, uh, but at other times, acceptance seems to be pretty deep. Okay. Know? But there's still something. That's, what, that's, the, that's the kernel that I was trying to ask you about. Is there's still yeah. something, even when that acceptance is, seems to be. There would be no recognition that there's something. Yeah. It will only happen on an energetic level that the mind doesn't pick up at all. And I mean really doesn't pick up. It would deny that it's there. Okay, so if it's, if it's not at all, it's got to be something that's egoic, basically. Yes. Okay. Yes, with total acceptance, yes. Anything that's, that's outside of total, it's not total if there's a little... Uh, I'll, I'll tell you where one of the places my mind went with that last night, though. It's, it's sort of like... Is that sort of like the riding the bike thing? You have to feel when that end is there? Because a lot of times it's hard to know when that end is there. <coughs> when that end is there. Well, the when it's time to totally accept and when it's time to, yeah. that there's still something happening. I mean, yeah. a scenario might be, you know, uh, uh, someone terminally ill has a cardiac arrest or something like that. And you say, well, let's just accept that, you know. Okay. Or it can be, let's you know, get the paddles out and yes. not accept that, you know? And sometimes yes. that lack of acceptance is actually what was necessary, you know? Yes. And how do you know when... And my only answer to that last thing was, it's almost like you have to intuitively feel, is that... I mean, yeah, that's, that's a good monitor for most. Yeah. But on this path, it's all about letting go, isn't it? Yeah. 
so the mind will use every angle it can to convince you that we can hang on to something. So that's something that would either happen or it wouldn't. You would either do something or it wouldn't in that moment if you mm -hmm. were totally letting go then, basically. It would be, yeah. yeah. You know, and there is, there is a song, I don't know who brought it up, it was one of those corny, algomantic ones, if you really love her, let her go. Mm -hmm. You know, somebody brought that up when I was a teenager, I think. <clears throat> There's something in that, you know, is that it, it, to, to, it, the surrender, the total letting go of everything. You know, and I think even though Jesus was saying, if, you can, if this cup can, can pass me by, let it go. Do you know? He still, it was like, oh, come on, do I have to do this? But he did it. Yes. He did it, that's the point. You know? Thy will be done. Thy will be done stronger. Thy will be done stronger. You see? The acceptance of something flowing out, rolling out, was stronger. It's funny because when you're talking about that, that that's something that's never been absent, as far as I can tell, a second in my existence. Is, I, I absolutely believe everything is okay. Yes. Yeah, but, but still went through a lot of personal crises with that there. Yes. <laughs> sure. yeah, but sure. it's there, solid. It's never yes. wavered. It's, yes. it's never. Yes. It's sort of like I feel like in those times when I'm struggling or whatever, that it's just the mind and stuff. Because if you. I mean, I feel that. I know it's not me that's got the right direction. You know, that life's yes. got the right direction, you know? Yes, yes. <coughs> so if, if you totally let go of that relationship, does it feel like you would be closing the door on anything ever again happening in that? It feels like total death. It does. Okay. It feels like devastation. Yeah. And I've tried to, to sit in that. I mean, at night, you know, many nights in this... Stay in that, you know? Yeah. Um, but, but that kind of takes us back to what I was first talking about, is that sometimes, though, I think, is that an imitation? An is that really not true for where this energy is at, so to speak? I mean, you know... It's, it's one of two things. It's either this is, this is your, your opportunity to really learn about the depth of love and the depth of letting it go and being yes. at peace after love. And, and that's there, being totally at peace and like, oh my God, I'm out of it, jeepers, I was caught in it and it was beautiful when I was caught in it, but actually it was torture too. To be caught in anything was torture. Yeah. And that wouldn't be seen when you're out of it, you know? Yeah, I, I do see that. Okay, okay, that's great. The other thing is that if you've got some karmic thing to do with her, then, you know, then you can do a dance for another few lifetimes with her. Do you need to do that, you know? Yeah, that's what I meant by do I have to dance this out? Because there's some kind of karma that you can't think through or something, you just kind of have to live it out. You know, I don't know. Yeah. How do you know that? Well, you jump into the devastation and you see how you get on. Yeah, yeah. Basically. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, because that's the flip side of, of, of being totally connected to somebody, is the absence of them. That's the experience of the opposite of it. Yeah. And you're going to experience it sooner or later. Yeah. It's like having your arms and your legs cut off. That's exactly the term that she used when she made this decision. It's yeah. like cutting my legs off. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's bizarre. It's like a party. It's something essentially is gone. You know? So you have it, and the absence of it, and the depth of both needs to be experienced sooner or later. You know? Mm -hmm.
it might happen in another lifetime if we go along that, that belief system, that the energy that is this longing now, if you don't let her go, there can be a lifetime of, I know there's somebody out there, I know there is, and you never find them. Mm-hmm. And the longing brings you in, longing brings you in again. Mm-hmm. And, and you have it, but you can't be together. You just can't be together. Circumstances or social class or uh, something happens, you know. Someone is already married to somebody else by the time you meet her and she can't get out of it. Or, I mean, anything can happen. Anything. There's no guarantee that when you hook up together it's actually going to be beautiful. It might be, from now on, it might just be, let her go. That's the gamble too. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's definitely a glue, you know, that's definitely the glue for me holding things together. So I can see, you know, it's kind of like the answer to that prayer I said, you know, it's sort of, you know, yeah. Uh, sort of an intellectual question that kind of popped in my head last night too is the words of St. Paul when he said that these three things abide faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of these is love, you know. Why did he throw hope in there? <laughs> yeah, I wonder did he, <clears throat> I wonder did he really, you know? Oh yeah, you might, 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 might yeah, might translation or something. Yeah, 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 for sure, for yeah. sure. Yeah, because hope is just free, it's rejection of the present. I don't know why he would say hope. It's like uh, hope. It seems to me hope is a powerful thing in the egoic state. I mean, a huge yes. thing for people. You know, yes. I mean, not a bad thing at all. It's, if you're I mean, you're working from a different arena, but you know, I mean, like, yeah. in terms of most people, some hope a lot of times is really powerful for them. It keeps them going. It keeps them going, but it's resistance to what is, really. Yeah, ultimately, but that's sort of like... Down the line. Yeah. It is, you know? Yeah. The stage. Uh-huh. Yeah. And one other thing I want to ask you about is something Hong said the other day. Yeah, he, he came in and said something, my roommate, something, and it's funny, he had nothing negative to say or whatever, but it's funny, in that moment I had something happen that has happened to me a lot in my life. It's, I had a shot of like shame, you know? Ah. I mean, I, oh, I've done something that's wrong. Okay. You know, yeah. my mind, Yeah. I, I knew I hadn't done anything, and that's happened before, yeah. you know what I mean? That, yeah. that, that some, somebody feels something and I take it on, you know? Yeah. So I thought, that's pretty significant, I want to ask you about that. Yeah, shame gets triggered, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's a frequency that some people touch a lot, and some people actually don't know what it is. It's like, what is shame? What is that feeling? You know, and it's, it, 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 it's literally, it's a frequency. It's literally a frequency. You either have access to it, and something will turn your dial to tune into it, or not. When, when it's there, it's like, fine, let it pass, let it pass. Be sure not to go in, why do I, what? The more attention we give it and, and validate it, the more, the more you're expanding your bandwidth to pick it up. You're expanding the, your access to it. Mm. It will get bigger if you feed it. So it's like, ah, there's shame. Oh, good. Yeah, if it's just seen at a distance, it, it doesn't have quite as much fun in your energy field, so it depletes a bit. Hmm, that's really helpful because in the past it seems like I, I would look at the why of it and in some way it would shut me down. Like whatever I was doing, somebody made an accusation or something, I would start to think, is that not true? Did I do something? Yes. You know, and it would kind of shut me down all of a sudden. Yes, which it gets is bigger essentially than Essentially why people do it a lot of times yes. is they shoot it. That's right, that's right. Same with guilt. There's a few emotions like that that really are, are, are only <clears throat> there to be used by the ego to freeze growth. To f- they come in and they're just... They're, they paralyze 
the system. Yeah. Guilt and shame, they're, they're, they're very potent. They just cause a paralysis. It's the experience of paralysis, you know? Well, with learning, you know, with, with, with the, you said the experience of growth, you know? Mm. Isn't there an end to that at some point? Isn't there a, a, I, I've heard people say that they have, like Bernadette Roberts, I don't know if you know her, she wrote The Path to No Self and some of these things. Yes. She said, uh, you know, that learning was over. And yes. It, you know, that, that there's just like this absolute fixed presence now. Yes. 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 <clears throat> yes, it's funny. So you can learn something like how to play the piano. Okay. So you can learn that. You can further investigate the unreality, but not a lot are interested in it. The, the, the Westerners, we tend to be more interested in it because it's, you know, <coughs> we're intellectual. So the only thing to learn is, is, is what you're not, is how mind works and how the tricks work. But it's just looking behind the scene of a magician's curtain, you know? It's just, oh yeah, oh look how it works like that, look how it works like that. It's actually of no use. So the learning is of no use at all. It's just, you have your PhD done almost, you know, and it's like you're still reading textbooks. It's like for entertainment, actually. It's entertainment, do you know? What about functional, like learning a skill? You're not talking about that, are you? Yeah, that can always happen. That's independent, like learning the piano. No, that's independent. That can always happen, for sure. But, but learning, you see, there isn't that kind of personal growth in the same way, leading, being pulled by, 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 by truth. You're because not creating a self out of it. You're yeah, saying, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Cause you, it's just clear. But still there's an evolution of the form. There's an evolution. For Jack, anyway, for sure, it's like, gosh, the, the, uh, how to work in the world. This is being learned again, as if for the first time, how to work in the world. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like sheepers, Moses, like, like a kid. I'm not like a kid, like... And it's great fun, you know, because it's just, a, I'm just pretending, you know, do you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? So there's a learning like that in, in this story, but I don't know, like Bernard Roberts, was, was she a nun? Was she? Yes, yes. Yeah, okay, okay, I wonder how much it had to do that she was outside of the world. Well, she, she, went, she left, but she uh-huh. had the, the Divine Union kind of experience, and yeah. she left the, and became a teacher and raised a family. Okay, know? she raised so a family. So she, she said to call it going into the marketplace. Into yeah. the marketplace, yeah. she said. Yeah, 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 yeah. She, okay. And, and that's like 25 years later after that divine union is when she had that experience of no self, of personal, completely. Completely know, felt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back into the, the felt sense. Yes, yes, yeah. that's it. Because you know that anything you can learn is only just. Sure, you learn that this is white today, and you learn that it's lace tomorrow, and you learn it's cotton today later. And you know, sure, that's fine. It's learning like that. Yeah. The mind is like that. You know, it's just. Oh yeah, I can work that way. Oh, I can play those tricks. That's great. That's fun. It's just. Like a hobby. Yeah, yeah. Great. Thank you. Sure. <laughs> That's a bit of a cringe for the Judy character. <laughs> So the Julie character is scared to come up here, but something it came is bringing. Huh? <laughs> um, <clears throat> so yesterday, um, I think we were talking about I got in touch a little bit with um, wanting vulnerability, 
sort of bring it on. So um, yesterday afternoon, I had a thought of something that I wanted to ask for. And, um, and then mine came and said, no, you don't, you don't do that. That's too scary. You can't ask for something like that because someone will say no, or you'll feel you know, the, the things that the Julie character is built on, you know, smart, athletic, and um, I forget what the other one is. But anyhow, it's like, my <laughs> mind's <laughs> not working very well. Oh, in control. In control. In control. In control. Yeah, in control. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> so I, so I kind of worked my way out of asking because I thought, oh, really, what I, asked, what I was going to ask for was just sort of um, to get something for Julie anyway. You know, it's going to um, get me some attention or maybe, you know, some, build up my, um, <clears throat> this uh, person in um, the area of um, maybe smart, yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> so I just blew it off and then this morning when I'm sitting in meditation, it came back again. And then another desire request came on top of that. And then I, and it was like full here. So I realized that this was the mo this was the vulnerability to ask for these things. Aha. Yeah. Oh, it's like you asked for this, right? You got it, you're pushing it away. What do you want? Yes. <laughs> kind of a thing. So um, so I'm feeling the, the vulnerability of asking for the things. And so I thought I should tell you what they are so that sure. the yeah, character can do whatever it needs to do. Sure, great. <laughs> yeah. So the first one was, ever since I've been that guitar over there has been calling to me and I thought, well, I should ask if there's a time and place that I could play that without disturbing anybody. Um, that was the one I let go. It's like, no, I don't ask that. And then the one that came this morning was, I want to ask Jack if I could just sit at your feet and just touch your feet. I thought, well, she's not going to like that. So it doesn't really matter whether she likes it or not, or whether she says yes or no. It's just that those are the things that came up, and so I thought I should share them, expose. Okay, good for you. Whatever needs to be done, then let, let her have it, huh? That's what needs to happen, no? That she needs to have what she asks for. Um... Do I? I don't, ah. I don't know that you know what's cool. It's, There's two phases. Yeah, because it's sort of like, it really does, that's the thing. Like, I get pushed away because I didn't really care if I don't play guitar. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It was like, but you need to ask for it and yes. let someone say no or yes and then do whatever you want to do with that. Exactly. Yeah, because exactly. what the response to it is doesn't really matter. It's just that these things stay inside me if I don't. Yes. Just say it. You know, you know. Absolutely. And then when you were talking about shame, it's a big thing. Yeah. Okay. 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 So so then we pop in two yeses, all right? Okay. And let's see what the Julie character does. Okay. With that. Okay, they're there. Now 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 let, let let's see what arises then. Okay. Okay. The desires both got a yes. Okay. And so what happens? Okay. So with the guitar comes, you know, who. Who's the authority on the guitar? <laughs> and you know, when and where can I play it? Yeah, There's a lovely little kind of a gazebo down there. I saw that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Good. Okay. And the other one's just 
That's up, to you. That's up to you. I'll just close my eyes. Okay. And... <laughs> it's really okay to say no. No, it's totally fine. Whatever needs to happen. Okay. Fine. Like, of course, it's fine. Sure. 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 Let yourself be there now. Let yourself. Let the Julie person have the experience now. Morning, Jay. I'm not deeply touched. I'm not deeply touched. And I don't know why, but it did. It's just very sincere. But before that, I was feeling very strangled in my mind. Um, I woke up this morning, but a whole different experience. Ah. I was having a really good school of kids and I was participating, connecting and feeling. So I woke up and I was pulling back that dream and remembering it and stuff. And I started my getting ready for the morning and next thing I know I'm outside and I catch myself, I'm just judging and thinking all these different things. And I realized how painful it was. Very painful. And it's kind of a dilemma because I couldn't figure out how to get out of it. Once I caught myself. And an analogy that came to me was like, I was on a really high diving board and there was a big pool below me and I jumped into the water and once I was in the water I needed to realize I need to get out and what could I do? I levitate out of me. It's like I got water, I got these thoughts all over me. I'm trapped. And I couldn't get out. And then I was sitting that a little bit and I I decided to focus on oneness, that it's all one. And that actually brought me relief. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm still becoming more and more aware of this catching myself after the fact. And that it's either excitement or it's pain or it's problematic, some problem I'm figuring out how to fix. Yes. Isn't it great that you're seeing it, huh? It's 
strange, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because the second that you see it, you're out of it. You know, you might just have one leg out of it, because sometimes you have to do a bit of work to kind of like, jeepers, how do I stop this? I'm stuck in it. But at least you have a leg out of it, you're pulling back then, you know? Yeah, but the, the problem for me is, I think I heard this once about alcoholics, it's like they can't imagine a life without alcohol. I can't imagine a life without this duality dance of chasing the high and running from the low. And I feel very confused and complex and those aren't feelings, are they? Um, <laughs> it's okay. Depressed. Sure, sure, sure. It, when it becomes exhausting, when you're just sick of the volatility of, of life, the, when the highs don't pull you as much, like what we were talking about in, in, in California a couple of weeks ago, when the highs don't pull you so much and the lows, you just like forget it, it's just the flip side of, of something else. It pans out a little bit. There's always a bit of volatility, but it pans out a little bit when you stop believing that it can give you something. When you stop going in it for the ride, you know? And it feels like that's kind of being pulled a bit from you. It's like, you know what, you're, 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 you're being pulled off the ride, your ride is slowing down, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like when you say that, I noticed there's like, you said yesterday about neural nets. There's no neural nets for that to resonate in. You go, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, 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 it's like, it's a foreign. It would be great if the highs and the lows happened with, with you spotting them faster. Just spotting them faster. It's like, whoa, there we are. Now let's see. Let's, will we go into that dive or will we not? And the more, with the more frequency that you spot them, you spot them faster then. There's, there's less and less of a rising time. That's, that's just a fantastic gift, the way the mind works. Once you start spotting something, you'll spot it a little bit faster the next time, and a little bit faster the next time. It works like that. Mm. Is there a hard way around that? I don't know, a lobotomy or something? I mean, really. Run a mantra, do people do different things, energy work, the kinesiology. There's loads of different methods, but that's a whole other cycle of stuff, you know? You'll be fixing things forever. Sometimes you have to go and get intervention, and it's just like, I can't take this one, actually. I need it shifted, homeopathy, any of these things, you know? And then shift a loop. But another loop will come. I think it's just better to stay with it. Yeah, sooner or later you're going to have to stay with it. Yeah. Mm. I know different ways to run and divert myself. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll still be there, you know? It'll just come back again, because the passion is the volatility. That's your passion. Really, because any story will do that gives you the volatility. Hmm. Well, and to be vulnerable here, the volatility before Julie shared, and I think maybe someone in the part of why I was so touched, um, was I was realizing in my chair that the three most important women in my life all disapproved of my life. <laughs> and it's quite a shock, quite a shock, especially when, for 
my perspective, I'm doing better than ever, ever before. I'm doing okay in the world, in finances, I'm doing okay in my spiritual unfolding, and yet I'm getting constant feedback that, I mean, my sister the other day told me something to the effect of, why don't you just get a really small house somewhere and stop running around? And I'm like, well, so you don't understand at all. It's very perplexing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's not you, it's just women. Maybe it's not you, it's just women. <laughs> <laughs> this is <so> <laughs> Well, but then I have to go to the next level, which is, um, gee, that's just a reflection of me. I'm not approving of my life. I wonder. Yeah, which is that, you know, mm -hmm. what keeps me working to try to go up, and then when I don't, I go down, and there I am, mm -hmm. trying mm -hmm. to change my life. Mm -hmm. and but if you're going to change your life, you do it for you. You do it for you. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. Not for me. But I feel like I paid the cost because I don't have a relationship and the three key women in my life disapprove of the choices I made. Even though I'm seeing them be successful at the time. I can accept it. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're onto something or they're not. What, like friends would say, well, what are you looking for? What are you looking for? I said, I have no clue what I'm looking for. 
But I know if there's something to be found, it'll be found. That's all I know, because otherwise this is going to go on my whole life. So it'll be found or it won't be found. But I can't stop this. It's too potent. And this time I'm just surrendering to it, because I can't do anything about it. It's just going to have its way with me. It's taking my life and it can have it. And so the deep surrender started then. Now, was there one particular big shift, or was it? Lots. Lots, lots of ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of ones. Yeah, yeah. Tried everything. Tried maybe this, maybe this, maybe this. And then it just got clearer when I went into India. Went into India, you know, it's just like, oh my God, there's a thing called truth. There's really a thing called truth. Like, and it's non-conceptual. It's not like the truth. Everything else advocated truth. I said, that's not it either. That's not it either. That doesn't resonate. No. I found myself passing out everything, you know? Passing it out. Mm-hmm. Thinking, no, no, it's not good enough. It's not good enough. People say, well, this is lack of acceptance. And it's like, no, actually, sorry. There's something more. I know. I have to keep going. It's taking me. I just surrendered to it. And I hoped to, I hoped to God that this pull was, knew what it was at. Because I certainly didn't at that point. It was just like, you can have your way with me. You can have it. You can have it all. I can't fight this anymore. You know? Yeah, and made a load of unpopular choices. And I'm still kind of making unpopular choices, you know? But, you know, that's just how it is. My mother says, I suppose you'll never really settle down, will you? <laughs> like, well, at least I'm with a traveller now, so we could maybe travel together just to make her feel all right because she's 86 or something, you know? So, um, you know, it's like... I don't know, it's a clue. And I'm not concerned either. It's like, sure, that's just life doing its thing. You know? You know, but, but there's an acceptance that, that it's perceived they are unpopular decisions. So whether or not these women are onto something or not, you've got to decide that. If it's just their own desire to, to see you in a way that they can understand you better, if it comes from their desire, that's, yeah, that's, you've got to work that out. Yeah, is that where it's coming from, or are they onto something? You've got to work that out. Really check out inside, you know. Yeah. And so, so if they are, it's like, listen, I appreciate your concern, but you know what? This is how my life is. This is how it is. And it's all right with me, and it'll be lovely if it's all right with you. back to or talk about uh, separation. Okay. Um, it's and in a way that uh, goes way way back. Anyway, this morning I was so it, I was so aware of how I was uh, I continue to look at people as to how they look and how they're dressed and and make judgments on that basis. But not only how they look and how they dress, but how I look and how I am dressed and wondering how people see me. Oh gosh. And yeah. wanting to 
receive approval, mm -hmm. want people to admire me, mm -hmm. etc. Mm -hmm. And it just, that just filled my thinking this morning. It's like, I, I was quite surprised that I was flooded with those thoughts this morning, particularly at the yes, yesterday when it seemed like a, there was such a, uh, a depth of silence and feeling here. So, I just needed to come up and, and share that and express that. Yeah, super that you saw it. Yeah. And very often when there is a silence and a space, it leaves room for the bottom of the barrel, the next layer of it to come. Whoop, have a look at this now that you're not preoccupied. Right. Okay. like this. Hmm. So, mm -hmm. yeah, so do you, do, do, when you saw it, do you, do you think next time that you won't buy it, or what, 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 what are you going to do with that seeing now? Um, well, I like what you have been saying, which is, let's play with it, you know, and oh, there, there it is again. Yeah. And that's kind of uh, what, what comes to me. Very good, yeah. I, um, I can't say that. I'm going to be totally free of it. Uh, yes. You know, yes. It's going to probably arise again and again and again, uh, but but at least it's acknowledged. It's, and and uh, um, let's hope. That <laughs> <laughs> That's the word of the season. Yeah, that's that's where where I'm at. Yeah. And, uh, great, great. And let this lightness around it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice one. Good. Julie Jeez. exposed. <laughs> yeah. Thank way, you. way to go. <laughs> then we go to Dorn and then we go to Ronnie, okay? Was it your hand up also, Dora? Was it not? Oh, it was just a jerk. Okay. <laughs> okay. So it doesn't feel totally well formulated, but um, what's coming up is more with this boredom and restlessness. Um, I remember it from pretty young. I remember I was remembering, I used to complain to my mother that I was bored. <laughs> um, we were talking about relative freedom. You were encouraging me to think through, you know, what I might enjoy doing. Mm. It occurred to me that um, an antidote for the boredom and restlessness, you know, I went through the motorcycle phase and um, tennis has been important. I've not been able, I gave up the motorcycle because risk and expense sort of outweighed the pleasure from it. And then the tennis has been a little challenging because of knee problems and I've sort of got caught up with other things. And, 
I don't know. And then so I'm like, well, you know, so Jack is talking about things I could do in my life that mm-hmm. would bring some relative freedom. There seems to be some resistance to just relative freedom. It's like, well, that's really a booby prize, you know? <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know? Wow. Okay, you see it as a booby prize. Well, I mean, it's nice if it happens, but like, how much energy do I want to put into creating some alternative to motorcycling and tennis? You know, there's something like that, there's maybe more, like I want more than that. You want more than an easy life, a nice life, fun? More than fun. What's more than fun? Being freedom, being free, being free of, of you know, the, the thing with the motorcycling and the tennis is I don't think, you know, I don't, I don't I'm not caught up in okay. my separate life okay. so much at the moment, okay. you know. Yeah. Yeah. I keep feeling there's something that needs to change in your separate life. Okay, I'm open to that. Yeah, are you? Yeah. And I actually started, I wrote some stuff. I wrote like some, I have all these headings and different okay. things that could change. And, you know, I'm open to change. But okay. And interestingly, as I sit with the boredom and restlessness, it's, all, it's not all unpleasant. Like, there's some energy that actually feels okay right. with it. Like, just there's something that wants to move. Yes, there is something that wants to move. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I just keep feeling those two phases. That we, we need to get your life supporting you in some way. And then we can do the, the, the other thing. It's like okay. we've just got to put the horse in front of the cart here. Okay. And so, okay, you're open to change, but are you able to initiate change? Do you, do you want the, uh, is there something in your list or your headings of what could change that you'd actually, oh, actually, that, that would be a lot easier for things like that. Are there things that just resonate more? Honor, honor the Tony character. That's what I'm talking about, actually. Honoring the Tony character a bit. You know, the, the list is like pretty long. Sure. You know, so then there's a question of, of how does one approach. You know, I can get a little bogged down in all the things that could need changing and okay. how much effort it's going to take and all okay. that. So as far as I actually picking a direction, like I'm going to have to keep it a little bit simple at first and just work on one or two things. Absolutely. You know, right. um, so as far as picking what those things are, I haven't really gotten that far. All right. You know. Okay. Okay. What else makes you forget about the Tony character? Um, there was a thought that came and some resistance to speaking it. So. <coughs> there's resi- there, there is something, but you don't want to say it. Correct. Okay. Is it sex? Yeah. I know. I There's just a few things that do it for all of us. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. It's great that you know 
makes you forget who you think you are. It does. Okay. At the risk of, of let's just expose this. <coughs> does it have to be with sex with somebody, or does it, can does sex with yourself? Does that work? Does I'm that not do the really same into thing? continuing this discussion. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know it's. You know, I've got my mother in the room. So. <laughs> I totally understand that And and this is being recorded. But you. Your relationship with sex is probably the same as like 80% of the population all over the world. Yeah. We talk about sex at Satsang a lot. It's like I don't. But it might be hugely freeing. I'm not forcing it, but I'm just looking at the idea of the resistance to talking about anything. Do you know? Um, the, the things we don't want to talk about are the things that actually bring most freedom. Because this is a very safe place. Because every idea that we have a resistance to is just a place where beliefs are held. So if there's resistance to something, that's where there's most juice. And you're either, you know, ready to like, okay, I'm going to bite the bullet, or I can't at this time. But, but do the best you can, and we'll honor that. Do you know? You know, I could have this discussion with you personally. It's sort of yeah. hard for me to have this discussion with 30 people here. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm no. sort of failing. No, totally. You're honoring yourself. It's grand. That's the point. That's the point. Oh, you know, why would it go towards failing? It's like, no, this is where it's at. I can't do that. Great. I want more of that. I can do this and I can't do that. All right. Okay. So let's look at, you know, high risk sport or your marriage or your work. Or, I mean, I don't know, where you live. I mean, I'm just pulling things from the sky. Do you know? What can you do? What can't you do? And do you know what you can do? And do you honor that? And are you okay with accepting what's not comfortable? Or does that seem to be a failure? I'm just picking up the same model because it's probably replicated. You said a bunch of stuff just now, um, and you know that there was that emotion of failure, like that started to come in, and then it's like, okay, well, I sort of got distracted from a little bit, but um, but I wasn't totally like like I wasn't totally with what you just said because it was like that actually seemed kind of significant that emotion of failure. Sure. Okay. Here's what I'd love to give you your own power as a man, to find your power. That's it in a nutshell. That's, that's, that's putting the horse in front of the cart. I'm just coming at it loads of different ways, but that's the core of it. You know, what makes you find your power so that you can stand there and say, actually, 
this, this is, you know, with, with a confidence, with a, with none of that failure energy around, but like, okay, yes, I learn, but I get up again. I get up again. You know, for you to find your power, it's almost like a rite of passage into like, it's like, it's like, come on, come on, your time, your time. You know, for, for you to stand up as a man and, and, I don't know, kind of like, find your power. That's my phrase, really, that I'm going back to. And it's like something hasn't found its power. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm resonating with what you're saying, I'm all, and I'm a little surprised at what you're saying. You know, it's like, I don't think I'd be at this place in my life if I hadn't found some power. Sure, sure some power. You know. Sure, sure, sure. Sure, so but I guess, I guess you're saying there's more to be yes. claimed. Yes, that's the, that's the verb, to claim it. Yes. I hadn't really thought about that. Huh. How am I not claiming? How am I, what's the barrier? What's, what, what's in the space? What, you know, do you know? Mm. Is there a role model of a man who's in his power that you can that you can pull up? Has there been anybody in your life who's been like a man in his power? Hmm. I mean, my father is a pretty pretty idiosyncratic man. Um, like I, I wouldn't really choose him as you know like my role model for how like how to live in my life. I do think of him as a powerful man. Um, or I, or more so, and it's almost more in the past. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm sort of scanning uncles yeah. and sure. grandfathers, and you sure. know, mates, colleagues. Huh. I'm not really pulling up anyone that I'd want to pick. Huh. No. That's interesting. Maybe gotta go political leaders, world leaders. It seems to be like if there's some energetic model, even if it's your own idea of, of who they are, what they stand for, it'll work. It's like to line yourself up against some kind of a, that's the energy that I want. Do you see? The, the closest thing that I'm getting, and it feels a little grandiose, is Jesus. Fine. Yeah. Did he have power? Yeah, I think he sort of transcended worldly power. You know, he, he had the, the, the divine, he was a vessel for the divine. Yes. Yes, he was. But as a powerful man? Well, he wasn't powerful in the world, I guess. You know? He wasn't, or he was? Well, yes and no. Yes and no.
We need somebody powerful in the world. Hmm. That's kind of symptomatic of what happens, is that there's a leap to the, the transcending power rather than the embracing of power. And I'm encouraging you to embrace power. You have to embrace it before you transcend it. So this notion that I would pick someone who is powerful in the world over Jesus, like, you know, I don't know. Yeah, in the world, of the world, like regular person, you know? Like, not this sort of, (laughs) 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 Just something more practical. It's easier for your system to, to kind of grok what I'm talking about, you know? To line up with what I'm talking about. Do you know tennis at all? Do you know Rafael Nadal? All right, I know I haven't a clue, but... Yeah. Okay, all right. Tell me three things about this guy that you admire. Um, just this uh, courage, um, willing to, willingness to do whatever's necessary, um, athleticism, Okay, courage, willing to do whatever is necessary. Like he's like one of the hardest working athletes that I can think of. Okay. All right. And just, I mean, just the high level of the high level of that sport is really kind of compelling <clears throat> to watch. I mean, there's a lot of yeah. flow, and sure. it's really cool. Sure. Sure. And that he made a. Like he makes a very good living doing something that he's really passionate about. Yes. You know. Yes. Yes. I could say Federer, but he's kind of cocky, and I don't really like him. Somebody whose character is well-rounded, well-formulated. Do you know yeah. that you can kind of? Recognize what are the traits, yeah, so that you can be in your power. Yeah, because Nadal is humble, you know. Okay. You know. <coughs> Jesus is all humble to the point of letting people whack him across the face. You see, and that won't serve you well because what's trying to come in is is you finding your power. That's what's coming in in your destiny. It's coming in, like it's right in front of you, but something is just backing off. You know, it's like, come on, come on. <laughs> but the first characteristic that you say is courage, and it's like, aha, uh-huh, now we're out of it. Do you see what I'm after? At least part of it, I guess. Yeah. Is sort of wonder what I might not be saying. Yeah. 
if courage and you know, really working <coughs> diligently at something when you've got to go, really just going in with that focus and tenacity that he seems to have. <clears throat> with those characteristics, where is it going? Let me just find this now. It's gone. Good, it's gone. Oh yeah, that's right. There's the link to the boredom and the restlessness. Okay, if there was a full claiming of your power with courage, with that tenacity and focus, do you think it would have any impact? I know we have to talk hypothetically, but do you think it would have an impact on the boredom or the restlessness? Yeah, the, the gut answer is yes. I mean, I don't have it all worked out. Yes, you know, but, yes, yeah. yes, yes. They're linked. They're linked. That's where I'm going. So is this about purpose? Like, like finding in, purpose? In, in a way, I'd hate to bind you into one purpose. It's more lifestyle. It's more, power, it's more about claiming your power and, and letting life flow from that position of power. And from there, with the ego pretty much in, in, in one piece and it can start to unravel quickly. I'm just trying to short circuit, you know, so that you come into your power. Yeah. Yeah, there's an example of how I did not come from a place of power the, the weekend before this. I, I knew that it was a mistake to go to my sister's place. Uh, and because I was run down, I'd been traveling, and, and it was like, it's her 40th birthday, and like, partly it's like, do I, you know, it's a party. Like, do I really care that much about it? But, I, you know, like I did, I did it because I thought I should. Sure. You know? Sure. And, and, but that thought has been playing a lot. You know, it's like, well, what's that about? Yeah. You know? Like, do, am I going to keep on making decisions from that place? Uh -huh. like, and, I'm, and there's pretty, you know, there's some clarity about it's like, I can't yeah. keep on doing that. Yes. Thing, you know. <coughs> yes. You're the unpopular decisions that seem to happen along the road for us, huh? Yeah. 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 And people who call you selfish and all that, and it's like, you just hang on and know that you're working from a different place. You know? You just be honest with yourself, and that's the only thing you have to answer to is yourself. If you know your core motivation, perfect. Okay. So, maybe we can talk about sex later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Hello, Susan. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> well, I'll talk about it if you don't. Yes, yes, yes. 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 Yes, yes
That's all. <laughs> and so I, I wanted to have this conversation because I, there's, it's, sex is just out there, everywhere. And it's not good or bad or right or wrong. You either have it or you don't. But the interesting thing in a relationship is, especially with men, he, there's this need to have it and have it a lot. And I felt in, in talking with my husband, I said, that is a need that you need to fulfill yourself. You need to find fulfillment through masturbation, you know, you know however. And I will help you accept whatever avenue you pursue. But he hasn't pursued a girlfriend or a boyfriend. Um, But I can tell there's frustration. There's frustration there with him. And he's pulled away. And when he gets critical and... And then my, energetically, I pull away. But it's all based around this central idea and need of his that needs to be fulfilled. And I know it's not sex that's going to do it. I can't fulfill something that's already full, Mm -hmm. just not recognized. Mm -hmm. That's what I have to say about that. (laughs) When you've worked your way through it, you know, you're bang on to honor yourself. Because women who who go into that, that that area of just, you know, lie back and think of Ireland, you know, let it happen. It's like, <laughs> do you know? That's why there's so many children in Ireland, you know. That's what we need to do, you know, lie back and think of Ireland. Anyway, it's not okay, it's dishonouring themselves. It's, it doesn't work, you know. Invariably, it comes to a place of total suffering and they have to stop it. So it's ever only a, a, a quick fix-it, and it doesn't work for a woman who's into wholeness, you know, for a woman who's into self-destruction. She can do it. She can do it, but, but other women can't. I've never found a woman who can just allow her body to be used for a long period of time to satisfy a need, which is basically a desire that's not being addressed. Do you know? Right. That's really where it is. So it's like... Spiritually, if you've seen that, well, it's just, it's just two lumps of flesh hitting off each other. Really, that's what it is. So energetically, there's all these other layers, of course. There's intimacy and there's kind of merging of energy. There's all these other layers if something is tuned in to pick those up. But if it has tuned out and a phase of not having sex and keeping your energy contained within yourself, which happens for a lot of people on this path, a lot of people, that you just, woof, something just kind of keeps it inside, keeps your energy settled. You know, and your creativity comes in another way, or it's used for uh, spiritual purposes. And all of these things happen on the path. So it's very usual that it comes up like this. But fundamentally, it is that one person has walked through a desire, or their body has switched it off. Another person hasn't. The desire is still there. Do you know? 
But you're right not to sabotage your own growth to, to, to keep his desire unaddressed. Mm-hmm. You're, you're right. You're absolutely right there. You know? <clears throat> so if it's about him coming to terms with his own desires, huh? And, and seeing what, what can he do about it because these are the circumstances. You know, what can he do about it? Maybe he'll do something about it, maybe he won't. Um, sometimes it's still around, sometimes men pull back, and women are like, what the heck happened? What the hell happened? And there's a lot to be said for like, well, are we supposed to be monogamous anyway? Where the heck did that come out of? You know? Okay, it gives a better support for kids to have, you know, two adults there, but like, jeepers, there's so many models for rearing children, there's so many models. And monogamy, you know, it's very questionable. It's very questionable if that model actually is very primitive. And it's my opinion that it's very primitive, you know. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I was mentioning uh, in the car, uh, car ride up that going through menopause and having these hot flashes, uh, they got very extreme to where... Um, uh, what are they called? Night flashes. Mm-hmm. And I'd literally just wake up soaking wet and my yeah. shades would be soaking. And, and so I moved into the second bedroom. And then again, I talked to my husband about how do you feel about this? Yeah. And he said, actually, I kind of like it because I have the whole bed to myself. Uh-huh. And I said, I like it too. Because yeah. I have the whole bed to myself. Yeah. And I thought, well, wow, that's, a, that's an interesting belief that if you're married, you have to sleep in the same bed. Yes. Why? Yes. It's more comfortable to sleep separately for, for, for us. Yes. And if you want to be intimate, cuddle, yes. watch a movie, yes. have sex, you just join each other. other. Yes. Yes. And yet, when, and I feel okay about that, and in saying that to my friends, and the, the, it was like, oh, honey, you're on the road to, you know, you better get back in that bed, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's like, no, you know, no. don't, don't have to. Mm-hmm. But this character, as much as there's a desire for that friendship, that intimacy, that kindness, that gentleness. Yes. That is so far beyond any kind of momentary pleasure that is so valuable that that's not happening. Because sex is part of that for him. Because sex is part of that for him. Uh-huh. So now your need for the intimacy is rising up. Huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes and no. He has a difficult time with me because I can be married or not. He can be in my life or not. Doesn't make me and I stop loving him. Mm -hmm. We have a beautiful home and a life and I'm willing to let it go. Mm -hmm. Not really important. It's just material things. Yes, these are just material. But he feels if he 
has a relationship with, pursues a, a, a woman. Women have emotional attachments. And I understand that. So we may split. But he, he, uh, Probably a conversation I need to have with him. He, he did say he just didn't want to lose me and everything that we have. But I can't stay where I'm at. Yes. Any longer. Yes. There has to be growth. Yes. Yep. You know, that was probably the biggest pull to come here is to talk about that. Because there's a part of me that honors where I am yes. and how life is unfolding. Yes. But there's the little self that says, So leave space for that. 
That's the only thing in there, the variable that I'm not so sure of. How much of it is hormonally related? If you can get that addressed, then everything else you're doing is saying that there's an organic pool inside you that, that, that you're following and that you, you know you have to follow this. You're not even debating it, you know you have to follow it. You know? Sure, it can make life pretty rough, but, but we make the right decision at any moment, given what we know. And, and even if it's, uh, you know, in hindsight, we see that it could have been another way, well, then we deal with that then, you know? Something else happens. It's not that we lose life, it's that life changes, you know? It's not like everything is taken away and you're sitting there with nothing. New things come in. Life is constantly rolling along, you know? It's always presenting new experiences. It's, it's, it's rich, rich with experiences and opportunities, you know? That's the only thing I'd say is just double check. Just double check that your body isn't cheating you or, or giving you a yeah. great yeah. job. And give that time, you know, because something horrible or natural takes time to work, you know. Give it six months, like, with, with something that you know is working. And just yeah. see, okay, is my vision straightened up now a bit, you know. You know. Get a clearer view. Yeah, and some couples are blessed that the sex drive depletes together at the same time. It's just a happy coincidence, huh? Well, in the world, it's like, you know, have sex while you're in your 80s and well into your 90s and take these pills and there's this gimmick and there's that gimmick. It's commercially, it sells. It, it, it sells. And people yes. think that they, and you know, and then the women dress to attract the man, yeah. and the man's eyes are always, you know, yeah. object shiny, oh, another shiny object. Yes. I mean, it's this whole game, dance of this game. And, you know, I played it when I was young, yes. you know? Yes, sure, sure. But it's so shallow. It is. And I feel in the relationship, because there seems to be a need on his part, and, and then he, you know, mine just tries to land on, okay, I need it at least two, three times a week, yes. you know, and I'm, I can't roll over and yes. just be there. Yes. Uh, that, you know, I, I guess I could, but that's not honoring what I'm feeling. Yes. Yes. Uh, so it's, yeah, yeah, you know, chemically, you know, I, I hear what you're saying. I think that that will help, and and it may change things. It may not. Exactly. It could go either way. Yeah. Yeah. And probably just another conversation with him. To, I want him to be happy. Sure. And he's not happy, and it may be for other reasons and things going on in his life. Yes. But um, uh, I want him to be happy, and, and if he if this is a, a need, yes. then he has to find somebody that he can. Yes. 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 That from. yes. Yeah. And what really does sex mean to him? Can it be just with a fuck body? Can it just yeah. just be sex? Or does he need it to be with love and understanding and energetic connection and all that other package? Does does he need it like that? Because if, if he's wired to need it like that, then he's gonna fall in love with his fuck right. body. You know? Right. Yeah. 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 And I don't know if he could just have just a fuck body. You know, that's uh -huh. tough. 
because then you really see it's just, you know, yeah. clay and, yeah. you know. Yeah. I heard a comedian the other night, I was watching him, he called his wife, you know, a cum bucket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh, that's, that's just awful. Oh, that's wise. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. That's a guy's joke. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but it's funny though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. Sex can be like that, or it can be all these other things, you know. And where are you? Where does where where do you resonate with it? You know. That's the thing. It means different things for different people. And and and, and it means nothing. Yeah. It's just a happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when, when it happens organically, it's a beautiful, playful, loving, yes. kind dance. Yes. 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 And then you move on to the next happening. That's right. That's right. That's right. Not thinking about, oh, that was good sex or bad sex or, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, I just move on. Integrated, yeah. It's part of life. Glove launch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It does change from for most people on the spiritual path. Your whole relationship with sex changes, you know. But like, but it's not talked about. No, not enough at all. You said you talk a lot about. Yeah, we do. We talk. We talk about it. In, in I don't like to say a lot. Don't you say a lot. It's like all the other, I mean, it's one of the topics. Yeah, that's exactly. Exactly. That's it. Can I go next to I remember, I remember on the on the Jack story. It's it's it it was the the, the last desire to go. So it was like hugely obsessive, torturous, torturous. There was a two-year space of where like 99% of the thoughts were about sex. It was just like with you. Yeah, got really, 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 really intense. So it was like <coughs> it would have been during the India years, really, and. Uh, and tried everything. Okay, we'll have loads of sex. Okay, we'll have lo- n- no sex. And it didn't change anything about the thought process. It didn't, n- neither impacted. It had nothing at all to do with the action of it. And that was a huge breakthrough. So it's like, my God, uh, this is just literally a running loop. It's gotten, I can make it about sex or, or uh, it doesn't matter. The thought of sex has nothing to do with the physical act of sex. So it was very good to get that separate, separation between the energy of desire and actually, actually a physical action that was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, and then when it subsided, when the whole, the whole connection of, of uh, the connection with that desire subsided, there was a phase of where it didn't make sense at all. It completely didn't make sense. It was just like, why? Well, I remember seeing two people kissing on TV, you know, it's like, why are they doing that? Kissing, like, 
What? Why would you do that? Didn't get it at all. Just complete and total... Just seeing masses of energy, just, just doing this thing. It's like, what needs, to be, what needs to be turned on or activated in order for this energy connection to be of interest to you? You know, what, what is it? And then it, it became clear. This is like, okay, this is firing that either translates a, a pleasure... A pleasure and a, a meaning and a purpose and an intimacy and a sharing and all this. You know, it's just either a whole string of ideas come out from sex or, or no ideas come out from sex or there's no sex and there's no ideas at all. It's like, okay. So, so it just showed itself to be just layers of, of, of thought and experience, experience on its own and thought on its own. And the absence of all of it kicked in for a couple of years, you know? Just absence of all of it. Just like, it didn't make sense. Didn't make sense at all. And then the first guy I was with after that, that spate, um, I remember like, to, to, uh, we ended up sharing a house together and we were in two different rooms, you know? And we were just doing a piece of, of, of music actually together. And, um, and I was just like, I was brushing my teeth and I thought, oh my God. Oh my God, this is what's going to happen. How in the name of God could that happen? It was just like so far from my experience. How? Where? Where would I? Where? I mean, how would that happen? You know? But it was like, oh God, oh God, oh God. And I said, okay, uh, Jack, step out of the way. And you know what's going to happen? And just, just see what's going to happen. And learn, you learn something from it, maybe. See something new, maybe. And so, yeah, so I said it to him, you know, and I said, if you want to come into my bed, fine. You know, and he's like, really? Because <laughs> um, obviously he told me afterwards that was his agenda the whole time. Anyway, so, um, so we did, but it was like, I, I was just there saying, I have no idea if my body can do this. You're inside in bed now, but I just have to tell you that I have no clue because there is no desire at all. No desire at all. And something else woke up. It's like the body took over without any mind. And it was like, this is fucking wild. My head isn't there at all, but my body is totally responding. Totally responding. It's like, how can the body do this without, without conceptual thought being involved? So it looked like, it looked like the working mind is, it, 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 I don't know, the, the, the merging of energy or the intimacy or whatever that was, the working mind can do it. Something else can do this. But there was no conceptual thought about sex, no fantasy, no desire, no, nothing, 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 nothing. In, at the head level with which you normally have sex. Nothing. Mm -hmm. And it's just like this other, this other groove kicked in. You know? Just like, Jesus, I never, I, I just didn't know sex could happen like this. I never knew, you know? That, that, that it's just totally, totally a smooth part of life. That's, that doesn't have my head at all. There's no I want it, I don't want it, nothing. Nothing. You know? I, I don't know. It's, it's a funny one, you know? Sex is a funny one. And it just happens or it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But well, now I'm in a new relationship and of course it's different. It's like, it's like, it's beautiful. That's beautiful. So then it's become something else because there's a relationship building that phase is gorgeous, you know? Yeah. You know, so yeah, of course, that happened. But, 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 but even when all desire stops for it, even when your spiritual energy and your creativity is being used for something else, there is a facility with which the body can participate without any uh, compromise. Mm -hmm. Without any what? 
compromise without any compromise at all. You know? You know, just to put that out there. You know? So it can turn any which way. I just knew I just needed to honor myself. at whatever cost. Yeah. Yeah. There's a phase where that's inevitable. Thank you. Yeah, sure. Sure. I'm glad we had the little girl talk. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Okay, it's practically lunchtime, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, thank you for this morning.